Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Gibberish, or do you really know what you're talking about? Well, tonight, Pating's the thing, Pating. isn't it? It Pating. is, yes. The, the Pating is the thing. Now, Pating, are you like me in that every time you hear Pating, you think of the sketch in Monty yep. Python's Meaning yep. of Life, ole, ole, the machine that goes ping? Oh, no, I, I, I think of the, um, the Monty Python uh, electoral sketch where it's... Um, oh, Oh, no, no, I, I didn't think yeah. about that one at all. Mr. Mr. Biscuit Barrel, he's got yeah. ting in his ping, name. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, was, I was thinking... Ole Biscuit Barrel, yeah. Yeah, Ole, Ole, Ole or something, yeah. isn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, no, I was thinking about the machine that goes ping, ping. Um, in Meaning yes. of Life. Mm. Scary machine that goes ping. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I remember T'Pau. That's almost, almost is. Are you talking about T'Pau in Star Trek or T'Pau in the... No, I was talking about the Carol Decker... Group. group. You know, that was the first CD I ever got was to Pal Bridge of Spies. I've still got it, and it's it's got uh, CD rot, so there's like a worm has eaten its way <laughs> all across it. It doesn't play. But yeah, that was, um, you remember the old Britannia Music Club? Oh, oh I, I, I was yeah. in them. Well, yeah, it, it yeah. seemed such a good offer, didn't it? It's like, get four CDs for a quid. Excellent. you got to sign up for a year of buying 29 quid CDs every month, otherwise yeah. we'll sue you. That's how come I ended up with things like Deacon Blue yeah. and stuff yeah. like that, because that month is like, well, what the bloody hell am I? I bought a lot of classical music yeah. and Deacon That's Blue. That's what I do, yeah. <laughs> And they would do that thing where they would, they would recommend... Uh, a CD each month, and if you didn't tell them you didn't want it, they would send it you. So if yes. you were late or you forgot, you know, you put it on the pile and go, I'll, I'll fill that out later, you you would get a CD come through the post. And it's like, what the hell is this rubbish? You could be dying in hospital yeah. and all the CDs oh. are piling up yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah, they would just carry on uh, charging you. Yeah. That's good, good days. I love our podcast, how we start off on Doctor Who, Pating, and now yeah. we're talking about Britannia, Britannia Music Club. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so yeah, Pating, um, um, which is the the title of the story is the, s- the Saranga Conundrum Continuum Conundrum Conundrum. I my notes my notes fail me at the first line because I can't. It says Saranga Conundrum. Yeah, the one with the Pating. The one with the Pating in it. You should have just called it Pating. Yeah. Do you think? Do you like the name Pating? It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Um, I fall foul of my own rule that in in an infinite universe, anything is possible. So the name Pating is is just as valid as Klingon or yeah. Vulcan. Um, yeah, but Pating is a, it is a, it, it's a funny word. So therefore, is, I yeah. think this totally influences the look of it our does, adversary it, of the evening. That's, that's absolutely spot on. I think... I think there's certain choices made here that start from the script, mm. um, as as all TV programs should do. But yeah, I'm not. 
I, I mean, this this is definitely. I, I won't say it's a game of two halves because I enjoyed more than I didn't enjoy. But there's definitely a couple of oh, type moments mm. in tonight's one. It's very strange. This this one. I remember the Pating, but I I thought the Pating was in it a lot more than yes. it actually is, and, you, and a, yeah. a lot of the stuff that's in it I had completely forgotten. Story. I love the A story. The B stories I could do without. I've got um, a problem, particularly yes. with one of those B stories. Yeah, I mean, I, they're they're just. I mean, they're quite dull and they're quite boring. Uh, that's my problem. But um, yeah, I remembered the Pating being the main focus. Uh, like I said, I fell asleep in this one, the first one round, and I didn't realise how much I missed. So I, I must have fell asleep, like, as the Pating appeared. Blimey, that's so not quite, good. Yeah, not good at all. Because um, I, remember, I remember not liking the, the design of the Pating. It has grown on me a bit, but I remember thinking, because uh, they build it up and it's, like, alien-esque, and you're waiting for it, and it comes out. And that's obviously the joke. Mm. Um, but uh, I remember thinking, oh, okay. Uh, but having seen the rest of the episode, I, yeah, I think the design sort of it works in its juxtaposition for how dangerous this thing is. Yes, it's, it's, it's really nice. But um, yeah, so th- this is is this our first Chris Chibnall? It might well written one. I th- yeah, I think I you might be I think so, right. Yeah. yeah, all right. Chib- Chibbers as his friends. Right. Him. Well, this Chibbers script. Incredibly dangerous. It jettisoned the life pods. And it killed our stars. What? I'm sorry, Mably, but it's down to us to get us safely back to Rhesus One now. And you, off this ship, back into space, right now, else you'll have me to deal with. It just sort of ignored you there, Doc. Got that fax, Graham. How's it eating all that stuff? What even is it? No idea. Hit the ship from the depths of space so it can survive a vacuum, doesn't need oxygen, and can digest pretty much whatever it wants by the looks of things. And it's got nerve. It's just eating us, Sonic! The beginning of it when they're on this junk planet like yes. the one in Thor Ragnarok looks good looks yeah good. Nice, um, nice whatever it is it's not a matte painting anymore is it? do we know what we're looking for is this a carrying on from the story before no. or, or are they no, just nothing they're this is, there this is the the uh, starting the story halfway through type uh, gambit that they do on a lot of them now is right. yeah this is nothing not connected at all to the previous story I like that though I, I do, like yeah. I like it when we're I, dropped into things yeah I um I like I like the the many many, and this is not not only this story, but all of Jodie Whittaker stuff. I like the many many links it has with the Hartnell era, in that you get the feeling that these they're having adventures between adventures, mm-hmm. they're they're living between adventures. He's come across as as actual people, not just space characters, um, and I like that. I like I like the fact that the threat in this early on is being cut off from the TARDIS and there's worry about that. It's mm. very Hartnell esque. Yeah, I, I I like the I like the background to this one and the world it's set in. Looks looks good as well. It does look good. I I, I don't know how a sonic mine works. 
Because, no. what, it makes a loud noise and it knocks you out, does it? Well, it, 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 it scrambles you inside, doesn't it? It's a, um, it's a bit, I suppose, like the Dalek guns. It's a... Uh, it, it scrambles all your internal organs. So it had had the ambulance ship not picked them up, I'm presuming they would have all died. Okay. Yeah. It's very interesting that um, uh, the doctor through a lot of this is the one who's hurt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you don't very often see that unless it, we're leading up to a regeneration or something like that. You don't really see stories where the doctor is just hurt, but that's just because the doctor's hurt and it yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah, I, I quite again I quite like this that it, it reminded me a bit of like Indiana Jones in that Indiana Jones is one of those heroes where as he goes through the films he gets more and more hurt and he shows it. And yeah, I thought this was quite nice that that it's not a plot point as such, but it's just the fact that you've had your inside scrambles, you're gonna be in pain. Mm. You yeah. know? Um yeah, there's a bit too I think had it had it been that she immediately is fine then it's like oh what's the point of any of that no yeah, i mean so i mean the others are fine aren't they yeah, um, yeah. um <coughs> speaking of the others where do they disappear to i mean you know you don't I, later on you've got graham and ryan but you don't see an awful lot of it, especially yaz to begin with well, do you I, I, in my notes it's like i mean it gets it gets to about the 20 minute mark and she hasn't said a line Mm. And she's appeared in the background in a couple of scenes. Now, I don't know whether stuff was cut out or... I did, I think sometimes with the 45-minute format, they do struggle with this many companions. Um, what, finding something for them all to do? Finding something for them to do, yeah. And, I mean, I, I'm, it's, it's probably good that they're thinning the companions out in the Christmas special, but I think they're thinning the wrong ones out. Mm. <laughs> Graham. Graham's brilliant in this again. Just, I like Graham. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of like Ryan. I don't like Yaz. There's just something yeah, about I, her. I, I, it's I don't not that like I don't her. like Yaz. I just think there's nothing there. No. You know, when she when she gets a scene to do, she's she's a good actress. But there's the actual character of Yaz yeah. is is to occasionally mention that you you're a policewoman. Yeah. You know, whereas at least Ryan, I, I like the guy playing Ryan. I think he does come across as a bit of a sort of a lovable idiot. Um, and then Graham is just the best thing to happen to the program probably since it came back. Actually, no, the second best thing to happen to the program since it came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one being Captain Jack, of course. Yeah. Um, I would love to see a Torchwood spin-off where Graham joins Torchwood. You're working on the yeah. assumption that Graham is going to survive well, the Christmas I, special. Uh, you're, you are absolutely correct. I think it's... Is it that it's too obvious he's going to die? Or, and they'll, they'll play it the other way around, that Ryan dies? Or do no. you think it's just that's got to be the final destination of that character? He's got to die sacrificing himself for someone, hasn't he? Because that's all, everything they're building up to. But mm. I hope not. But. No. No, no it, it, it would be a shame. I mean, I think if he does die, he's going to have a death scene holding Ryan's hand and he say, he'll say something like, I'm going off now to see your gran, or something yes. like that. And yeah. that's how he'll go. Yeah, I hope he gets a nice end, but yeah, I, I I think you're right, we'll get probably a bit of a twee scene where he's dying, and yeah, don't worry, don't worry, Ryan, I'm, I'll, I'll see him, I'll see your gran again. Mm. Um, I mean, if I, if, if I, I quite, I, I know it's TV, but I would quite like to see a companion go out just sort of incidentally, you know, mm. the villain, the villain just shoots them with no thing, and it's never mentioned again by the villain, or it's, they're not but they're just not going to do it, are they? No, they'll never do that. Uh, I mean, ironic, that. The, the ironic thing would be survives all this, goes back to 
uh, up north and gets hit by a bus driven by one of his mates. <laughs> that uh. I lived as a bus driver. How I eerie would it be bus. if you've just predicted it and you're well, correct? Well, if I have, then, I'll, you know... You can, you're a genius. Yeah, I'll, I'll read your star signs for a favour. <laughs> and my lotteries. And can you lottery, pick my lottery yes. numbers? Yeah. I predict that one of the winning lottery numbers will be even. <laughs> there we go, 50-50. Um, I do like Graham's... Uh, they wake up and Graham, the guy goes, we've stabilised your organs. He goes, stabilise my organs? It's like, yeah, I love it, the fact that he, he reacts how we all would. Yes. The only way you could improve Graham would be if he, he shoves a few ooers in there. Yeah, you know. oh yeah, that would be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. A few double entendres from Graham would be good. A few doublers, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I what do, do you think of the spaceship sets? I think that's exactly what I was about to say. I, I do like this spaceship. They've spent yeah. a lot of money on these sets. Yep. They're very anime in style, aren't they? they? Are, all, yeah. all white and clean lines. If, like if, they we are. Were, if we were cruel, we would say they were left over from something, wouldn't we? Yeah, I don't think what? they are. I don't think they are. I think they've made them. But they look amazing. They look solid. They don't look like normal plywood to the floor type <laughs> sets that we get. Yeah, it looks amazing. And can you imagine? You could imagine this as being an alien film on some of the. Well, the stuff. My, 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 my thought about this is because you, you're soon about to have an alien intruder yeah. working its way through the ship, if you went dull and dark and yes. grimy, everyone's going to go, oh, they're copying an alien, alien. You know? Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, you're you know? right. I, I, do, I, I like it. I like, I like the world this is set in. Yeah, I, I don't like General Cicero. No, um, like you say, what is the point of of this uh, this problem this, that she's yeah. got with her brother? Well, I I don't know. So, I'm I, I'd like to know what, again. Like we say a lot of times, I'd like to I'd like to sit in on the script meetings for these because was this is the point of this story the B characters and not the Pating, and it's just unfortunate that the B characters are quite boring, or is it a case of the Pating storyline they went, hang on, Christ, we're 20 minutes short. We've got to do something. And, and budget-wise, the easiest thing to do is to throw in some kitchen sink drama. Because, yeah, this uh, general, whatever her name is, um, I mean, I don't like, again, the fact that the Doctor knows her. I, I'm, I'm a bit fed up with the Doctor knowing everything and everyone. And she um, knows her as well, doesn't yes. she? She's heard of the Doctor. they're both in the Book of Celebrants. Which we've never heard of means. before. I'm presuming it's some sort of Again, this it, which we we've been we've been quite happily not having in uh, Jodie Whittaker's Doctor Who is this thing where everyone knows the Doctor. Yeah. And I, I, you know, my feelings on that, I don't like it. I like the Doctor to be a stranger just wandering through. Mm. I what I tried to do on this one was think. I was watching the scene, thinking, how would Tom Baker play this exact scene? And you you can imagine him saying some of these lines as they're written, mm. but in a much more serious way yeah, yeah. Know, it, it, I, I do I, I like Jodie Whittaker's portrayal of the Doctor but this one veers a little bit into the the David Tennant breathless acting well we've got this coming up now haven't yep. we because we have our second B plot the yes, totally and yeah. utterly and deeply irritating pregnant yep. man one and yeah as soon as she realises that man's pregnant, yeah, that's the David Tennant gurning. Yeah, yes, yeah, which, yeah, I, c I could do without. I, d I don't know why, why is the modern doctor, and, and it just, just does 
all of them suffer from this. Why is he, he, she, it always portrayed as a bit of a zany, wacky person? Because they've seen that Tom Baker was popular, so let's have a bit of that. Yeah. But Tom Baker, but Tom, Tom Baker was his wackiness worked because it wasn't all he had. Well, he wasn't yeah. acting it. That's no. that's yeah, the yeah, man, yeah. isn't it? That's yeah, his Tom Baker. Was when he was serious, yes, you're right. Yeah, um, yeah. This 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 uh, pregnant man poses a few a few issues for me. I, I've I've no objection that an alien species. You know, the man might get pregnant. Why not? We've got species on this planet where the, you know, the creatures can change sex and that. But evolutionary speaking, how did this this society survive if the men give birth to men? They, to men, women give birth to women, but the men have no uh, no capacity for letting the baby out of their body other than having to be cut open can i also talk about breasts as well because presumably the females of this race have breasts and can feed the baby milk but i mean he hasn't he has well i don't know he's got a fine set of moobs on him um i mean we don't know we don't know that this because they look human but they're not this species is can't be human um so we don't know that they they lactate and feed their babies that way so I'm, I'm all right and if they do i mean the, perhaps he does i don't know we don't thankfully don't see him shirtless um so i i don't mind that so much but i just i this this sort of lazy uh way of writing of of presenting something that evolution wouldn't let survive mm just annoys me it's like fair enough had he had a had he had a vagina yeah and he you know he opened his head then that's fine but how does this species work mm. presumably thousands of these men die because they they, they want to give birth their, but nobody's yeah. got a knife yeah or, or they don't even realize because the birth lasts three hours or whatever it is hmm you know, the the gestation period is three hours. I mean, this whole society does not work. And that's why I think that, uh, these these B stories strike me as very last-minute rush jobs. It's like, oh, you know what would be funny? We have a man yeah. who's, oh, who's pregnant. And, and, and they yeah. don't think about, well, no, that's that's actually yeah. stupid. You, you can sort of... I imagine the thought process went like this. Okay, we've got the equivalent of a sinking liner... What characters do we get on these sort of films? Well, we get the, you know, the military person that doesn't, that is dying. Okay, you get the dying character. You get the pregnant person. Oh, oh, what if we flip that? The pregnant person is actually a man. And you can see how that goes. But yeah, at that point, the script people should have gone, no. No, it's stupid. It's a silly idea, yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, it it just doesn't work. I find the actor particularly annoying. He's irritating, isn't yes, he? irritating is the word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, before before we move on, can we just stay on the subject of breasts for a few seconds? We always can, you know me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> You'd feel right tit if we didn't. <laughs> um, no, I was listening back to last week's episode. Oh, right. Right? Well, pity you. About... <laughs> oh, face man. Um, something we didn't mention, when we were talking about Madame Vastra... Yes, and Jenny and the now, love affair between. Lactate. 
Well, this this is something I forgot to say at the time. She's a female Silurian yeah. reptile. Why has she got yeah. breasts then? Good question. Hmm. I'll look into her chests. You l- you look into her <laughs> chest, <laughs> ready uh, for yeah. when we do the Silurians episode. Yes. All right. Yeah. Although. Yeah, because reptiles generally, I mean, generally on the earth, uh, yeah, don't have they don't lactate don't have boobies, um, and these are earth reptiles. Yes, their ancestors would be the same as the reptiles we've got now, going back and back and back and back. So yeah, why why have they got pert boobies? And if they've got them, why haven't all reptiles got them? Why yeah. hasn't a snake, as it wriggles along the ground, is ne- pulling yeah. its breasts? You through never, the dirt. You never look down Godzilla's cleavage, do you? You never... Don't, Doesn't no. happen. No, no. Sometimes I wish, but no, it's yeah. never happened. Not yet. Yeah. Although Godzilla, male, had a son. Where yeah, did that's that a point. Where, how did that... <laughs> no, all, all right. Well, to be to be continued when we talk yeah, Silurian again. Yeah, in Godzilla in character. Godzilla Coming in soon character. to a <laughs> podcast near you. Yes. All right. So uh, they, they are four days away yes. from the junk planet, and they're not going to turn around, but the TARDIS is there. Yeah, and a, ni- a nice a nice sort of, uh, uh, sort of worry from the Doctor that... Um, I've left the TARDIS open on a junk planet where people go to get parts of their spaceship. Mm. It will be nicked, which is, I think, is a worry that the Doctor has not enough, isn't it? Always leaving the door open, never worried that someone will nick it. Mm. Or even worse, get some squatters. Yeah, that would be even yeah. even more worse. Yes. So, um, yeah, the ship is automated, isn't it? Yes. The, the entire crew... I mean, it looks like a really big spaceship, but but you've only got a crew of two. Yeah, well, it's a it's a it's almost like an ambulance, isn't it? It's so you got you got a doctor and a nurse, training mm-hmm. nurse at that. Um, everything else is pre-programmed, so it's going. It, it's. I mean, is there a, is there enough need for an ambulance for a regular run from this one planet to the other? It seems a bit strange. Yeah, because all um, they've got on board is a pregnant man. Yeah, and 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 a general. It seems very expensive way to get these people to the other planet, especially when they say when you get to the other planet, there's a teleport straight back. Yeah. Why not so, teleport? Yeah. Do they make? I can't remember. I don't think they make mention that they can't teleport. The reason that these are on there because they can't stand no, being teleported. I, I, I don't, don't think, think so. don't think they mention that. No. Could have. They could have just thrown that line in. Yeah, preg- you can't teleport pregnant people. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, one um, line. One line yeah. would have fixed it. Yeah, um, again. <coughs> the general, going back to the rather boring general. So this this is a general that's that's famous. There's a bit of the um, uh, the uh, the Pacific Rim in this one, isn't there? So she's a she's one of those fighter pilots, but they don't actually seem to sit in their ships. They they yeah. pilot them. What did oh, what did she get? a psych no psychic warrior. Some, some they use something. It, it's remotely, isn't it? Remote, you pilot yes. the thing remotely, yeah. which is a very Pacific Rimy type. Yes, idea. Um, and but her, she's got pilot's heart, mm. which is evidently a recognised thing where your heart gives out. But she hasn't told her brother. Mm. I can't. I, I. I don't. Didn't gather a reason as to why she didn't tell her brother. She might have said so. I zoned out at that point. I found myself. Is this the point where you fell off. asleep? I think so. Yeah. I, there's two 
incredibly boring characters. And then they thought, yeah, that we've got these two characters that are not emoting much at all and can't really act. Let's throw an android in. Mm. Now, the um, android's all right. I don't yeah, mind the android. I like the actor. Right. He's all right. He's pointless. He's totally pointless. Yeah. He, he achieves no purpose Nothing. apart yeah. from to and get then, her some medicine that she could get herself. And then at the end, it's like uh, you're, the, the person you're meant to look after is died. So basically, we're going to scrap you. And everyone's attitude is, yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean, it would have been nice to cut out some of this drivel about the pregnant baby guy and um, have the thing of, of the fact that everyone befriends this android and the doctor and Graham and that are like, you can't, you can't just turn him off. Mm. Have, a bit, have, a bit of, uh, have a bit of Picard data moralising. Yeah, we need a bit have of that. that instead yeah. of the pregnant man yes. bit. Yeah. 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 Well, at this point, this is when they notice something is coming towards them, right? And it's the yes. pating, isn't it? Pating. It's going to be the pating. Now, how does the pating travel through space? Uh, well, I, I, I was wondering that because at, at the end of it, they, they pull an alien and eject it from the airlock. And it seems happy enough, don't it? And she says, oh, the doctor says... Um, oh, it oh, doesn't need be, air. Yeah, it doesn't does it? need air. It'll be drifting happily for a thousand years because it's full of energy so i'm presuming it just it you know is it is it like a, a gremlin parasite that just flits across the but it's zeroed yeah. in on the ship yeah. at the beginning well did she said well she said that didn't she that the 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 old-fashioned um nuclear drive is like a, a beacon uh, it saw the energy because that's what it's after but so i think it yeah it's how still... it got there though how does it propel itself Maybe it farts. That's exactly what I was about to say. It's farting some of its energy out. I don't yeah. know. And, and, and it survives the collision or it eats its way in, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, so I think it eats its way in. Um, and th- these, these early scenes are really tense, I think. There's a, a really good... I mean, I'm not a great fan of... I don't know who directed this, um, but I'm not a great fan of the, the way they, the, the shots are cut. It's very very modern quick and it, it, it diffuses some of the, the tension but it does build up a nice bit of tension in what is this and I think the guy that's playing the nurse At- Astos? Atos? Yes. I can't A- remember what his name is. I think Astos. it's Astos. Um, he's really good. It's a shame he's the first one to die mm. but he's he's really good. I would have liked to have seen him carry on because um, they do a, they they go off to to see what's making the noise and they do a little bit of the old um I'll go left and you go right. No, mm. no, no. I'll go right and you go left. Oh, a bit of that shtick. Which I think is quite nice. And I think the Doctor plays quite nicely off him. Yeah, um, and I, I do like this bit where, you know, you know there's something on the ship, but you don't know what it is. They yes. don't know what it is. Um, and, you know, they've got a rough idea. I don't know. Wh- why Why does the Pating jettison the first life pod? Well, that that's the, that's the bit I don't get, unless it's really coincidental. Because... They sort of hint that it knows what it's doing. It's got rid of the life pods, therefore it must be trying to kill us. Blah, blah, blah. And then you, when you finally meet the Pating, it's mindless, isn't it? It's, yeah. just, it's literally a, 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 a sort of a, a space termite, isn't it? It's just eating for the sake of survival. So I'm presuming we've got to put it down to, um, to just bad luck. But then when, when he goes, because it gets rid of one of them, and then he goes to the other one, 
and he's he goes in and the door shuts and he's sort of he's they're making out that the thing lured him in there to get rid of it but it's it doesn't think like no. that it's no, it it's almost think. mindless it just wants to eat doesn't it yeah yeah it just wants to eat so it it yeah it jetsons him and kills him and then um they they sort of go go back down the other way and they they work out where it is and they go and confront it and our our tight our sort of podcast character appears the our ping. adversary is there isn't he yes what do you think of ding Right. Well, as I say, um, you know, I think its its form is dictated by its name. Yes. Um, I think this is something that has been created completely and utterly for the younger viewers. Yep. Um, I like the idea of something that looks cute, but it's deadly. Yeah, I think that's a, a, a clever idea. I'm not entirely sure it works here. I don't think it's executed <coughs> very well. That's, that's the downside to yeah. it. The, the CGI for the Pating is amazing. It's really good. I was watching it and it's like, this This is really, this is so much effort wasted on the design. I'm not a great fan of the design. Again, it's my infinite universe theory that there's no reason the aliens should look like the alien and not look like the Pating. Hmm. But I think for the sake of what was obviously, oh, <laughs> that would be funny, wouldn't it? It sort of derails the episode a bit. It does. It does. Yeah. And also, I, I see it as like, you know, uh, a merchandising angle. Yes. I th- yeah, I think this was um, this was the same idea as the adipose and, you know, the Slovene and all this. It was a way of, yeah, let's, we can sell cuddly toys of this. I mean, mm. it never did. I've never seen one bit of Ting merchandise. No, they, 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 there was like a Funko Pop thing oh, because, I mean, right. it basically it looks like a Funko it Pop, like doesn't Funko it? Pop, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, I mean... I, I quite, even though it may, again, it makes no sense whatsoever that you could pick something up five times your size yes. and swallow it and it instantly goes. But that's what the Tasmanian devil did in Looney Tunes. Uh, that's a, yeah, that's and, and therefore, what it's very much like. It's like yeah. Taz. I mean, the one thing that annoys me the most about the Pating, it's got no arse. It's got no arsehole, has it? It bends over. It's got so no it arsehole. can't fart yeah, through it? space then. Well, it's eating just the very, even if it broke down all this food into, into energy or something. Where's it going? Mm. It needs an arsehole. I think we should. <laughs> you know, like you know, like the Snyder cut of Justice League. Yeah. We need the arsehole cut of this episode where someone goes and CGI's an arsehole. And when you see it going through space, you you, you can have a, a, yeah. a fart trail. Yes. From I think, I think that would improve it no end. Mm. Possibly. Yeah. I tell you what the the. the when we see the Pating here for the first yes. time, they come around the corner and then the companions join the Doctor. Yep. What sells it to me is is Jodie Whittaker's reacting. I yep. don't know what they were doing on set, but she jumps each time and it's yeah. and, and, and and you know steps backwards. I don't know if that's Chris Ch- Chibnall yeah. flashing her or or what, but she, think, she's reacting think, to something yeah. on set. Do you think they that when they were Perhaps it was a late thing to do it as cute. Do you think they were saying this is this monster's going to be hideous? Think of the alien. This is going to knock the alien socks off. This is the most hideous thing you've ever seen. And she was reacting to it. Um, she's really, I like Jodie Whittaker, and I do like her in this story when she's not being totally silly. When she's this is weird, isn't it? It almost feels like it was filmed on two different sort of occasions because when she's doing the pating bits. She's really good, like with the, the male nurse. And when she's interacting with the rest of the cast and 
the B characters, she's overacting horribly. Yeah, well, we've got it here because for some reason the Pating swallows the sonic screwdriver yes. but yeah. then spits it out. But she's oh, like, I, oh no, he swallowed my sonic. What, since when I does the doctor call it my sonic? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 I think they have referred to it before as, as a Sonic. Certainly, I mean, or is that the fans call it the Sonic? I, yeah, you're right. I'm not sure. We'd have to look into that. Has it been meant called the Sonic before? But uh, part of me, when, when I first saw this, like, not the first time, but watching this scene, because I've watched this episode twice now, um, when I first watched it, I, I, even though I know the Sonics afterwards, a little bit of me went, yay, get rid of it. Oh, yeah, we don't need it. We don't yeah. need the magic wand. If yeah. I could, if I could do one thing, if if they if they said, okay, you've won the lottery, you can make one change to Doctor Who, I'd get rid of the Sonic. Mm. It's just too convenient lazy. now, isn't it? It's it, a it, it lazy. now. Yeah, you it's know. everything, isn't it? Yeah. I I like the way you know they find out about the Pating, but it's not using the Sonic. You know that no. that, that, that there is a database, and they don't even know. Who, if it's a species, they don't know anything about it except no. for that it will eat anything non-organic, doesn't yeah. it? You can't touch it um, because well, I, I it's think got I, toxic I like, skin. Yeah, this is a really good how it should be done scene. So they go and do some research. Yeah. So you can imagine, you can picture it the other way, can't you? Where the, the doctor looking sideways at a Sonic. I don't understand that bit. What's she looking at? But she looks sideways at it and she'll go, oh, it's a pating, blah, 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 blah. But instead, they go to the computer. They, they show some aliens beforehand, and I thought I saw a Slovene on there. I'm not sure. I, did, I was going to pause it, but I couldn't be asked. Um, and then they, they show it, and then the doctor goes, oh, I, I, I think I'm thoroughly, um, uh, you know, thoroughly educated about this now. And that's a good scene. That's the equivalent of in Hammer Horrors going to the library and looking up the old book. Yeah. You can do it without having psychic paper and stuff. It's called it's called writing, you know. Yeah. It's, it's what people used to do for TV programs. My question about it, though, is the doctor doesn't know anything about a pating, no. and yet the database on an ambulance ship knows about it. Yeah. Knows about I, it. I don't mind that. I'd rather have this all the time that the doctor doesn't know this. Stuff. Mm. Oh yeah. I'd yeah. much rather it where the doctors are. I have no idea. Yeah. At least well, we don't get any of the um, the David Tennant. Oh, you're beautiful. Tennant oh, scenes. oh, yeah, that wouldn't have been good. Yeah. Um, they're got, they're on their way to this Rhesus One, aren't they? Oh, this place. I just need to remark this next scene when when um, when they're talking about the Pating. I mean, a the nurse is wetter than a, a fish's <laughs> swimming costume. But at this point, Yaz gets her first line. Is that how really fa- the first yeah. thing that yep, she... I wrote in my notes. Because I put, has Yaz actually spoken yet? And then Yaz gets a line. She didn't say like, anything on the junk planet? No. Blimey. And it was but... like, because I, I thought, did she come with them? I don't know. And then, yeah, she finally says, and her first line is something about, like, I used to be a policeman, you know. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, they're going to Rhesus One, aren't they? And, yes. uh, and if they've still got the Pating on board, Reese's one Reese's? is going to. That's a monkey. Yes. Hancock for you. Um, they're going to be blown up. There's a bomb yes. on board, and if they don't get rid of the pating, they're going to be blown up. Yeah. So, so I suppose it sort of makes sense that. So this is an ambulance, but it's got a failsafe that if anything goes wrong and there's at the risk of contamination, it will self-destruct. Which, Sort of a stretch makes sense. 
Uh, as a very, very it. last yeah. resort. Oh, though. very last resort. What you would have to do to make it work is to throw a few lines in at the beginning to say, um, "This, this is uh, this is an ambulance. It, it, it's left over from the war. It used to transport the most dangerous case. You know, build up the yeah. It would be it would be a bit like um, an ambulance head into a hospital here, and because they've got someone contagious on it, they blow it up. Yeah. You'd just route it somewhere else, wouldn't you? Mm. Hmm. Um, the general, the wet yes. general, she, she says she's encountered a Pating before. Yeah, it destroyed I, I, her entire squadron. There was a whole fleet, she whole says. A whole fleet, was it? Yeah. A whole fleet. So, so... What's going to eat? The, well, right. At the end, Pating floats away with a smile on its yeah, face. It's happy. You know, it's had, it's had one small nuclear explosion in its belly yeah. and it's happy. But before, when the generals encountered one before, it... Yeah. it and destroyed a whole fleet of ships and had yeah. one then would move on to the next one then the next this one is, then the next one yeah this is where you need the uh, the, the the few lines to build up to say they're like space locusts I've seen them strip a planet a mm. whole you know f- uh, uh, just a small group of them wiped out my entire uh, fleet blah 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 I, okay I believe that that's alright that's building up threat but one little thing eating it I'm still wondering how it shits its stuff out <laughs> I'm wondering. Uh, they're toxic as well. That's handy, yeah. Mm, I'm wondering at the end, okay, when it's like sated and you know digested, that it's going to fly off for a ne- next bit of energy, and the nearest yeah. one is going to be uh, Rhesus One. Yeah, because they're quite close. They're only one, um, uh, one meteorite belt away from yeah. well, asteroid belt, I suppose, if it's in space, uh, away from yeah, Rhesus One. Um, I did like the line, never touch a ding. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt, yeah. yeah. Um, and they've got to protect the antimatter drive, haven't they? We've got this yes. antimatter drive, which looks good. Yeah, again, we, again, they've spent some money. Yeah, it looks good. And we get a really nice scene where the Doctor's sort of explaining it. All, again, almost Hartnellian in its, its trying to educate. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it, it's a weird scene, but I, do, I quite like it. Um, and then, yeah, Yaz is gets a few lines in this yeah she's she's going on about cern isn't she yeah. and and the doctor says it uh, the antimatter drive is like the iphone version yes. of cern that's yeah. why it's so small explaining it for the morons yeah yeah um and well more on moronic is the that the man has now started giving birth um and he needs men with him when he gives birth um I, I, again, I don't understand the whole point of this subplot. I really don't get it. Well, I just it, it annoys me this because there's there's too many scenes where people stop to discuss their backstory, and it's like, can you imagine in Alien if say you know they're 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 hunting through on the lower decks Parker, Ripley, and uh, uh, and Harry Dean Stanton, and they stop to discuss Parker's school life. Yeah. Don't no, don't you don't need. You should this. be ratcheting yeah. up the tension. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is why oh. you need more than one pating. Uh, you need a bit more crew, and you need you need some cannon fodder. So you need a few people to die. Uh, you need, you know, them to sort of fend off and, and kill one pating, only to find out there's more. Mm. Yeah, you need to. This this episode weirdly feels both padded and too short. Mm. It's weird. It is yeah. weird, isn't it? It's a strange, it's a strangely written little episode. Yeah, and we get the first mention, I think, ever on Doctor Who of Lego. 
Is this the first ever Lego mention? I think so. I can't think of any others. All right. Okay. Um, I've, I've found in my notes, I've, I've reached the point. Uh, yeah, the general is a neural pilot. Oh, well, that's it, yes. A no. neural pilot. Yeah. All, the, all the while this is happening, you know, we, we find out about how the antimatter drive works and we see that the bloke's giving birth and everything. The pating has gone. There's no yes. sense of threat or anything. It's somewhere on the ship, but at no, it, that threat has gone away. The, the, the yes. main A plot has just gone away. Again, to... Because I suppose we've got to keep comparing it to Alien because it's basically what it's doing, isn't it? It's yeah. doing Alien. Um, so so the the Alien in Alien doesn't appear much, does it? It's it, it, I think it's got something like about four minutes of total screen time. But er, once it's appeared, every single moment that anyone's on screen, you're thinking, where's the Alien? Yes. Where is it? All the characters are thinking that. Yeah, here they. It's like, nah, I don't care. Should we look for it? Nah, well, that they themselves aren't under any threat from the Pating. The no. Pating's not going to eat them. No, but it will eat the it's, ship. Yeah, it will eat the ship, but it's not interested in them in the slightest. You know, it, it might not even realise that they are, you know, creatures as well as it is. You know, um, but uh, but they do manage to stun it though, and they manage to wrap it in a handy blanket that uh, um, you know is impervious to its toxic this, skin. This uh, this happens in a lot of programs, and it annoys me. So they'll they'll do something where they can they do they did it in in a couple of the Friday Thirteenth where they incapacitate Jason or Michael or ding, um, and then do nothing with it. So she they stun it. And she picks it up in the thing, and she's running out, and then she just drop kicks it twenty feet away. Why not run it to an airlock and, sh- and put shoot it, out it the again? Airlock. Shoot Which it. if it's starting to wake up, shoot it again. Keep shooting it as you're walking along. Shoot, 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 shoot till you get to the airlock. Kick it out into space. I don't unless unless the worry is that it would then fart its way back on board. But at least you've tried at that point. It might bugger off. Yeah, but she yeah, yeah she literally comes out of the door like three foot, and then drop kicks it a further like ten foot. Yep, and that's got rid of it for a while. Yeah, and it it goes yeah. away again. Yeah, um, yeah, because um, the doctor at that point realizes the pating isn't interested in in anything yes. except energy. It's energy it want, itself. It just wants energy. Yeah, we find out we're in the sixty seventh century as well. Don't we? Yes, yeah. But I don't know whether that's the sixty seventh human century. Human, t- I don't know whether these are humans. I don't think they are, are they? I don't think they're meant to be human. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the general is piloting the ship at this point, isn't she? Yes, um, she, she, she's uh taken over. Um, yeah, because cause the doctors had to send her because evidently this, this system has got it asks you three times. Oh, which yes, is, is In- very, very uh, Austin Powers, yeah, uh, sort of um way of doing things in it so it asks you three times and if you give the wrong answer three times it blows you up mm. so the doctors had to send a fake signal to it to say that they're not they're not coming towards them or something but the, meanwhile the general is piloting them towards it and the guy her, her brother who she doesn't respect that he's an engineer but she does really and he doesn't think she should fly but he does really he knocks up this sort of you know, um, a Pacific Rim style control system, but out of what? <laughs> yes, it, th- th- there wasn't anything there to do that. No. So they've got like 
she steps into these boot things. Like, where were they from? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. And we've got more of this soap opera thing, yeah. you know, about I've, I've, their I've feud and stuff. I've put that in my thing. This is a good story, but why all the soap opera? Yeah. At that exact point. Yeah. We do get a nice discussion about Call the Midwife from Graham. Yes. I enjoyed that bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Doctor disarm, well, doesn't disarm the bomb, manages to no. take it out of its little silo thing. Yes. And, uh, and, and goes towards the airlock and puts it down for the Pating to find. Yes. Um, and that's why, at, at the same time, you've got the bloke having a caesarean. And I've written in my notes, make it stop. Because yes, make it stop. Yeah, we don't. I don't care. So not only is the bloke having a cesarean, but he's got a he's got to have his two males with him, and we get lots and lots of cliched. This this could have been in the nineteen seventies Carry On film, couldn't it? With mm. you know, you could you could easily see this written in that you know somehow Sid's got pregnant or something. You know what I mean? No, this so, is bottom, isn't it? Yeah, Richie is would, bottom, would, yeah. would would think that he's. In fact, um, in in the young ones, Vivian's pregnancy was oh, yes. convincing. Yeah, Vivian, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least that turned out to be a big fun. Oh, blimey. Um, yeah, it's. <coughs> pardon me. Um, th- this whole bit where it keeps cutting back, like we're interested in this uh, this guy, isn't it? This guy giving birth, and so he is annoying. Care. He is very annoying. He is very yeah. annoying. Um, the Pating swallows the bomb, you know, yes. takes the bait, swallows re- the bomb. Do you realise, I've just re- realised, so this whole sequence of of getting the Pating in the airlock, right? this is the missing airlock sequence from Alien. Yeah. The fabled, you know, sequence. Um, you could just edit this in. Yeah. No one would know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so it swallows the bomb, yeah. the bomb goes off, it absorbs the blast. <laughs> you know, in a comedy, very, very Tom and Jerry, you know, when Tom swallows the, yes, yeah. the dynamite. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that, that's, that's lucky that it did manage to absorb it and it didn't blow yes. it up. You know, they don't know for sure that, you know, this is actually going to be able to absorb such a blast. Um, but it does, and that's when it's sent off into space yes, to just to float around. Because, because it's happy, it's full, it doesn't worry and it doesn't it's, follow yeah. after them. And the doctor, so even though the doctor knows nothing about this species, says something like, oh, that's, it'll be a, a thousand years happy. You know, it won't bother anyone. Like, really? How well, do you it's, know gonna, it's not going to be happy in two minutes? The doctor doesn't even know what a pating is, but now yeah. knows that the energy that it's absorbed will keep it content, you yeah. know, like after eating your Christmas dinner, you know, yeah. you're just sat on the settee farting. For a yes, thousand we, years. For a thousand years, yeah. I don't know. She's just making it happen. She. Um, we cut back to the this terrible birth scene. So the baby's born, mm-hmm. um, and then the the nurse says, um, "You both have to cut cut the, the cord cord simultaneously." Again, why? In when when this race was in prehistoric times, how? Did they? Did lots of them die because they didn't cut it simultaneously? Why has it got two umbilical cords? Does that mean he's got two um, belly buttons? I've... That seems unfair that he's got two belly buttons, but the Pating doesn't have one arsehole. <laughs> All right, nature, so... eh? Yes. Um, after that uh, nonsense, uh, the general dies. 
And, and, and the brother takes over and lands the ship for them. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, because evidently, even though he's an engineer, he's being one of these neural pilots and doesn't, you don't need any practice. And then this goes on and on and on. The, uh, the, the yeah. A plot is over, you know, yeah. like 10 minutes before the end. And we've got to resolve yeah. the two B plots. Well, uh, well they, 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 I mean, there's not much resolution needed. But they try and get sort of get us to care that to make out this was sort of the main thrust of it. And it's like, well, it wasn't because we don't care about this. The only bit I like at the end is um, when they're talking about the name and Ryan Sniggers. And I, like, I thought that was so funny because I don't know whether that was scripted or whether that was just the actor <laughs> reacting because it was it was well done. But then we go cut to the android and they they're sort of. Mate, they're trying to build us up to to care about him, but we haven't had enough scenes, really. No. no. You know, I mean, the actor, he was very good, and the actor was good, but, you know, we haven't had enough scenes. No. So, so, so in this story, we've had... We've got an android. Well, I know where we've you're going. A, yeah, we've got a creature that's wandering about, yep. a creature that is, is got rid of by ejecting out of an airlock, mm-hmm. a scene where... A, a, a creature's gonna have to burst through someone's stomach stroke chest in yep. this case the pregnancy hmm it reminds me of something but I can't think what all we need is the android to uh, prick himself and a bit of milk coming yes yeah that's perhaps what that's we why, need perhaps that's why the guy the father guy the mother doesn't need tits because <laughs> the android can give him milk oh well yeah hmm yeah <laughs> So, so what a what a strange story because some what bits a very, in it, very strange story. Some bits are good and some bits yeah. are entertaining, but a large, massive chunk of it is just pointless and dull yeah. and yeah, just oof. yeah. Part, parts of it are excellent, parts of it are really enjoyable, and parts of it are you sat there looking at the TV going, "What the hell?" Hmm. But not in a good way. Sometimes stories are, are sort of let you know they 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 come at you in an unusual way and you go oh okay I need you to think about that process it and you this you just go that was mental mm. it it felt I know it wasn't because that's not how they it but it felt like they made it up on the day a lot of it no it can't be I mean with no, CGI I, I, and no everything it's, it, it's it. got a long gestation period hasn't it yeah mm. I mean these things are planned to the nth degree they have to be now but it does feel like they turned up on the sets. And it was like, oh, well, we're 20 minutes short. Oh, what have we got? Mm. And sort of did that. It's, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's not going to make anyone a fan of Chris Chibnall's writing, is it? I don't think. No, it's not a classic, is no. it? No. Not no. at all. All right. Yeah, it's just, um, it, it did, I must admit, it did have a bit of a tortured feel to it, I think, in in the uneasy mix of uh, of the mundane with the fantastic. But in Torchwood, that works, because that's sort of what Torchwood's meant to be, isn't it? It's the yeah. juxtaposition between is set in Cardiff, which is the most mundane thing you could ever do. Uh, but it's got aliens in it. And, mm. But this is sort of... It didn't need the mundane stuff. No. The time would have been better spent beefing these characters up a bit. Get rid of the... Pre- so let, we could fix this, couldn't we? Get rid of the, the whole pregnant man subplot. Don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, have have a bit more with the android where you 
you know, he's a bit more proactive, make him a bit more bishop-like, yeah. and have the have the final scenes use some time up on the androids gonna be turned off and die. Right? Make get rid of all the the engineer because you could have added that the general with no difference to the story you could have added that the general's dying going back to her home planet to die her her batman stroke helper the android is going with her and he's happy that he's going to be switched off and died and, and graham and ryan uh, what you can't be you mm. can't go to your death like that remember that's your subplot. Don't yeah. really do a Yaz. I really don't. <laughs> she could have been just for, for for all the good she did. She could have just stayed on the TARDIS on yeah. the junk planet. You know. Yeah. Well, that could have been an extra thing. So, yeah, she they wake up in the hospital and Yaz isn't there. Where it, oh, she we've, wasn't. Injured, yeah, we've got so to we get back. There. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of extra ticking clock. You know, the old uh, old Tegan's having the kip in the TARDIS. Yeah. Ploy. <laughs> Nissa's redecorating her room so she can't play play with us on this adventure. Yeah, and and Zoe's having um, not Zoe yeah. uh, the other one, <gasps> the one who's off having uh, uh, oh, uh, Victoria. Yeah, she's yeah, off, yeah. off uh, having graphology lessons. That's it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, do that. Where's, yeah, where's Yaz? Oh, she's reading in the TARDIS. Didn't want to. Didn't want to really clamber about on a, a smelly scrapyard. Really it could have worked. Could, yeah, have worked. could have worked. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. I didn't. I didn't not enjoy. I did enjoy this story, but there's bits of it I could happily never see again in my yeah, life. Yeah. There's bits in it that irritated me, yes. and I don't want to be irritated when I watch a story. You know. All right. Well, the Pating. What do you think Ding. of the Pating's design? Um. Do we? Are we looking at just its design or? Well, I suppose actually, okay, because we've got its effectiveness anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, what does so it? So, I think its design what it is looks okay. like. It's um, in the right story, in the right circumstances. I think it's a perfectly good design. It's it's really well done as far as the CGI. Um, it's cute, but it's not. It doesn't suffer too much from the the Slovene-ness of it um, because it is portrayed as dangerous. Oh, I, I think it's all right. I mean, it's nothing really special. Ah. Uh, Oh, it's, it's quite middle of the road. I'd give it a 5.5. 5.5. Well, I gave it a 5 because, yeah, yeah. it is very middle of the yeah. road, as you say. And I don't think it was aimed for us anyway, no, oh, is it? definitely not. No. You know? Of of all the the cutesy sort of characters that we've had on Doctor Who and Sarah Jane Chronicles and that sort of thing that are aimed at kids, I think this is better than a lot of... This is better than the Adipose. This is... Certainly better than a Slovene. Mm. Um, yeah, I. But but it's not aimed at us. It's All right. Us. Okay. Well, it that that's uh, a design rating of five point two five. Then. Yeah. All right. But how effective is it? I think its effectiveness, as in the CGI and thing, was was really good. I'd like that. But I I'm not entirely sure it was the right choice for this style of story. I I do think they did it for that initial joke of dun 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 we're expecting something horrible oh it's cute and I I don't think it ever recovers from that no um, I, I'm going to have to give it exactly the same 5.5 I think it's, it's it works it's okay it's middle of the road I just don't think it's necessarily in the right story it's it's funny because I've done exactly the same. I've kept yeah. it at a five. Five, yeah. So so it gets another five point two five. That's easy for you to work out at least. Yeah, its adversary rating is five point two five. Now I'm just that's looking down. A, that's got to be a first, doesn't it? 
Uh, no, no. Yeah, now, it shares a, a, a caravan. Our, our system works. Yes, it, 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 it works, <laughs> right? But it's sharing a caravan with the very thing it shouldn't be sharing it with. Because oh, right. it, it's sharing a caravan with something that's got an energy source. Oh, no. So its co-inhabitant isn't going to last long. Um, yeah, it's in number 5.25, which is where the war machines are. Oh, no, that's the end of the war machines. Yep, the Matings eat yeah. the war machines. Mm. Wow. Yeah, R.I.P. war machines. Yeah. Little farting ting. Yes. Uh, behind the scenes, yes. right? Only two things on behind the scenes. Right. In the credits, it's like there's a uh, that there's a credit to somebody called Tim Price, right? He 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 works for Doctor Who. Yeah. I don't know if he had a, a actually written other stories, but uh, he was working in the writers' room um, in Series Eleven's development, and he he came up with the name of the Pating. Didn't know what to do with it, but he came up with an alien species called a pating, and the, the 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 you know the production people they loved it, yeah, and decided to uh, use it. He wasn't available to work on the series when it came to writing the story, um, but, but he got credit for yeah that, yeah you know. creatures is, creatures creator. I don't, I mean that's okay. That's an old writer's trick, and it? it's to keep a notebook and just write down names of things. Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't bode well that. You can almost you can almost now picture the whole sequence in it. We've we've got this creature called, and we want to use the name Pating in that brilliant name. Oh, we've got this script where there's a creature eating a spaceship. Oh yeah, that'll work. But Pating, what what does that describe to you? Oh, something cute and cuddly. Uh, you can see the progression, yeah, can't you? Yeah. Which is not the best way. This is not someone that had a compelling story to tell and fought to get it done this is this is this is scripting by committee I've yes got money on it. yes yes uh the other uh, snippet i've got is that pretty much every scientific fact that the doctor says about antimatter yeah. um is true to real science feel, yeah it did feel like that it felt very much like a an educational segment yeah but i've got to read this next bit because it doesn't make any sense to me um it says here in the real world, though, it says, and I quote, because antimatter is produced via pair production, energy gained by antimatter reactions would not exceed the energy required to create it. Therefore, energy generation would have to be performed by captured antimatter that has not been manufactured. So I suppose the, the thing is you can't get energy from nothing, can you? No, you no, no. You can't create energy. Yeah. If, you, if you want something out, you've got to put the same amount yeah. in. So I think that's what it's basically saying. Which, which um, possibly sums up this script, doesn't it? If you want something good at the end of it, you've got to start putting you, good stuff in. You've got to put good stuff yeah. in. Yes, yeah, that, that, that's a neat way of putting it. Yeah. And uh, that's us done with the pating. Pating is done. <coughs> or, Bless or, him. Yeah. He was memorable, but I'm not entirely sure in the right way. I don't know. Well, you say him, right? Oh, I know. It could be her, yeah. But, so do, do they have... Genitals? Do he's got, I, I couldn't see any. No, I couldn't see anything flapping about. Well, he's got those things on his head. Maybe they are. Uh, he's a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So, all right. So that's it. That's us done. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah. And that's uh, season uh, Doctor Thirteen done. Yeah. Back so. In that, so, how many times round have we been? Is that the second time? No, no, I think this is third. It's third time round. Oh, 
I, I, I had the first. Oh yeah, you're right. We're, yeah. With Tim Shaw, yeah. and then who did I we did have for the, the? I did the witches, the muddy. The that's muddy right. Civil War. Someone beginning yeah. with M, wasn't it? Morag. And uh, yeah, Morags, and uh, here, here we are. So yeah, this is wow. our th our third time. So we're coming up to our third time of our special. Which is not not a bad record, considering this was this was almost an afterthought podcast, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes. A filler. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's an epic now. It's epic now. Yeah. So yeah, special, yeah, special, special, special next week, and it's my turn to choose a cross doctor adversary. Yeah. Just just in case anyone's not familiar with it, and you've come in on this episode bizarrely. Yeah. At the end of each run of thirteen doctors, one of us chooses an adversary that. That usually spans more than one story or doctor, isn't it? Yes. So it's a bit bigger than we would normally cover in one episode. Yeah, yeah. That all the doctors we talk about one by one for the normal run is uh, an adversary dedicated and unique to that doctor. Yes. Until we reach, you know, the fourteenth yeah. one in a run, and this is a special. So yeah, yeah we're going cross doctor. Okay. So who and have we had so far? We've had we had Sontarans. Sontarans. Um, and I did the Sea Devil. No. Who did the first one? Must have been me. Did first. Did you do the first one? God. Oh, it's a we long time. We're coming up is, for a yeah. year that we've know, been doing this. So we've definitely done the Sontarans, and we've definitely done the Sea Devils. What was that? Um, well, no, we haven't. This is the third one. Oh, is this the third one? Right. Yes. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Yes. Yeah, Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we like to try and see if the other one can guess, don't yeah, we? Um, so let's see if you can guess it, Ian. Or you, indeed, listener. How, how many of these prompts do you need to get before you find and, and realize who I'm talking about? All right. Because I say who because it's singular. This All adversary right. is singular. Singular adversary. Okay. All right. Probably human. We don't know for sure, but probably human. Oh, okay. Do you want to try and have a guess? Well, like my, with just I mean, those when you two? said singular, my brain went to things like Rani. No, no, we're definitely not human. Um, the Master. No, we're going to do him later. It's, mm -hmm. it's too big a character to yep. do. Um, it can't be the monk because that he's at least the same species as the Doctor. Do you want another well, I'm gonna, clue? Yeah, I'm going to need another clue, I think. Uh, has visited different time zones and planets? Uh, well, it's not Captain Jack, is it? No. no? Different, no. different planets and time zones. So a time traveller, humanoid, looks human, mm -hmm. more than one doctor. Yep, but only in two stories. One oh, from... okay. One is from... It? Is it? It's not. No, it can't be Commander Lytton. It is. Ah, uh, he's from Rifkin Five. He's not human. Ah, okay. And if Rifkin Five is uh, <laughs> is a, a colony planet, I'll give oh. you that. He might well, be. we'll look into that. See, yeah. see, I had completely forgotten the Rifkin Five. I yeah. haven't watched these two stories. Oh God, yeah. Uh, for a long time. They uh, they've just done a. Um, a new comic book, haven't they? They have, which I haven't got, but uh, um, I'll, I'll try and find some information and, and put a plug in for it. Um, yes, yes, Howard's, Lytton. Uh, Howard's Way guy, yeah. Howard's Way Lytton, yeah. the mercenary. So, Very mercenary, yes. So um, this is good, actually, because uh, it means I get to watch um, Attack of the Sidemen without having to wait for our 
amazingly oh. long cyber episode. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you get to watch a Peter Davison and a Colin Baker. Oh, too good. One too good the stories, other. to be fair. Too good stories. Yeah, and you've got a week to watch them. Okay. Oh, I, I have to get watching. Yeah. All right. Nice one. Well, you 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 go crack your DVDs open now. All right. Yes. All right, okay, folks. Yeah, so join us next time where we're talking, um, yeah, Cybermen, Daleks, Davros, Cyber Controllers, um, Dodgy Helmets. Lots and lots of Dodgy Helmets. Lots of Dodgy Helmets, yes, yeah. All right, so yeah, join join us in a week, okay? Brilliant. All right, cheers, Ian. Thanks, Ian. Right, bye bye. Bye.